Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party continued to execute their plan to draw out some of the generals from the center of the city so that they could make their assault on the node. Successfully, Kit was able to send a tidal wave against the darkness generator, and Bria was able to bring reinforcements to the barracks in her trine. Reconvening, the team infiltrated the third trine and made their way fairly close to the city center without being detected. Unfortunately, they were doomed to eventually run into someone, and now they are locked in combat with two tar zombies and a mold ghoul. Will they be able to defeat these enemies and inch their way finally into the center of the city? Even if they do, will they have any spell slots and resources left to I take on whatever they find there? No, the answer is no. Thank you. Or will they be completely tapped out and all of this will have been for naught? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey. Um, this I is a fun say... game of Dungeons and Dragons we are about to play. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. What do you have to say, Kit? I have to say I really appreciate you not calling out my terrible dice rolls from last week that are the (laughs) reason we're in this terrible predicament. Well, they are some of the reason. Yeah, you're right. They're most of the reason. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, Uh, I'll call myself out, but I appreciate not being called out in the opening. Yeah. I mean, I do it. I, I really, that's, it's, that's, a, that's a location, that's a place that is really reserved for, for flick for abuse. For me, yeah, and, I was about to say. Yeah. Flick yeah. Abuse. My, uh, <laughs> that's my reign. I have reign over the being um, shat on in the intro. <laughs> Shat's such a funny word. I know, that's why I said it. I love it. <laughs> um, I have something to confess. Oh. I have oh, a had confession. A confession. Uh, today, <laughs> our recording is taking place on January 19th, 2020. Why you got to give it away like that? Because this is it's important. The dates are important. Because this isn't going to be released till like February, I think. Incorrect, but go on. And you? Uh, <laughs> I have had three cups of coffee Holy in the shit. month of January. Oh, okay. I thought you meant today. Okay, <laughs> listeners, this is breaking news. That's, that's still a lot, but yo, I thought you meant today, and I was like, uh, no, right, how, me too. how have you not taken off? No, because one cup of coffee for me affects me more than drinking an entire bottle of wine. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Wait, have, is one of those cups, was one of those cups taken today? No. Okay. I taken. just have been waiting. <laughs> Every taken. time I drink coffee, I think of you guys because you've made so much fun of me. <laughs> so I've been waiting to make this confession to you. I'm wow. not saying I'm a coffee drinker. I'm not saying that. All that I'm saying is I get it. And moms are tired and coffee is delicious. <laughs> and, you know, that being said, I can't decide whether or not I enjoy public confessions or public apologies better. Truly, because I think public apologies are so dramatic and weird mm-hmm. and usually people <laughs> don't really know what's going on. But confessions might be about the same level for me. Because our I listeners like didn't know that you aspect. have a weird reaction to coffee. But the fact that you were so public about this is really... Um, inspiring, I think. Well, it was part of one of our like 7 a.m. podcasts that, that everybody was drinking. <laughs> this is deeply weird. <laughs> I think just proving your point. Uh-huh. I, also, I also like how close you had to get to the microphone for that. It was like you were recording like a real podcast where you were like, all right, we're going to discuss 
the coffee. And um, you know, it's a very serious. Is this not a real podcast? To you? <laughs> no, it's not. This actually has never been released. Never no one's started. ever heard this. All of the this reviews. I make up all the numbers. I just send. I just send the iTunes directly to your phones, but uh-huh. no one else has access. Uh huh. This what is if? just so that you're getting us to hang out with you. We get it. We understand you're lonely. <laughs> Oh, I love you. Here we go. I always push it just a little bit too far. (laughs) Well, that being said, um, this hasn't been said on the podcast, I think, yet. But last week, this time, was DM Jazzy Hand's birthday. Uh, So happy birthday, everyone, to DM Jazzy Hand's. Again, uh, this will be weeks. This will be released weeks after his birthday. But (laughs) we love you. And thank you for building this world for us. And we love you. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank okay. you. That was so cute. Aw, <laughs> he's blushing. I think that was anyway, a cry. It was. <laughs> Shall we go into a combat? <laughs> oh, let me, yes, I kill you feelings givers. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We've had a public confession, we've had tears, and we've had a happy birthday. <laughs> you you let it happen last time. You yeah, but that time he was talking, time. so I'm going to cut it out. I know, but he was talking over this, so you can you can cue the music and he can just keep talking and it makes it seem like he's just like not with us, which is not entirely mm, 90% of the time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. At any rate... We're at the top of the round. Let's recall very briefly uh, what we left with last week. Uh, so there are two tar zombies and a mold ghoul. One of the tar zombies is being kited in a circle around you all by Bria, who keeps running back uh, and drawing it on, keeping it, however, within melee range of at least one of you at all times so she can get her sneak attack every round. Correct. Uh, the other two creatures are there in the center fighting you all. Kit is currently a cave bear. Uh, uh, Flick got molded. Last t- last week in one of the rounds and failed it, some oh saves yeah, and it was exciting. On fire? Is it mine that's on fire? Yours is on so. fire. Yes, yours has burst into flames. That cool. thank you. I forgot about that. You're welcome. Uh, all right, so we start the top of the round. It is the tar zombies turn. Let's just go ahead and start with the one that has been chasing Bria this whole time. Yeah, let's uh, so do. It's- it's going to run up to you yet again, close the distance again, and try to attack you with its flaming fists, which is, the well, that's a three on the die, so that's not going to hit you. What's the number? And a five on the die. So it swings at you twice and misses both times. We then move on to the one that's there in the center of the circle. Kit, were you fighting the, the tar zombie or the mold thing? Do you remember? I think I, I was not. fighting a tar zombie, and I think that it That's also what I thought too. burst into flame. It did later, yeah. It didn't spew fire, I don't think, like Bria's did, but I'm it is. So it has sorry burst to anyone into who flames. is actually listening to these back to back. It's been My a long God. Time. Okay, so it missed on one of them, but it got a natural twenty on the other. Oh no! So why? <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, so that is going to be 11 points, holy shit, of bludgeoning damage, and I rolled max on both rolls for the fire, so that's 12 points of fire damage. Uh, So for a total of 23 damage with that little critty poo. What? Uh, We move now to Bizdira. Kit, you are on deck. Okay. I don't remember what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) I think you were were firing radiant sunbolts at one of them and then kicking another one. I don't really remember for sure. So I was... I was close to Kit, right? Uh, yes, you were close to Kit, as far as I recall. All right, so I am going to uh, see what happened to Kit and not be happy with it. So I'm going to just beat the shit 
ever-living shit out of the one with that one. The one that's fighting Kit? Yeah, so I'm going to stab, stab. Stab, stab, do it. In the eyes, in the eyes. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit the Targul. I know, I got them backwards, but anyway, go on. Yes, indeed. Then both of them hit. Great. That is going to be 17 points. Woo! Of damage. Is it still alive? Oh, yes, it is. Why do they have so many hit points? Then I'm... Why do you have so many hit points? That's a great question. Then I'm going to... <laughs> I don't kick. really. I'm down three since coming on this island, so... So one was a 21 and one was a crit. For Woo! The kick nice. Woo! All right, kick him. Now is it dead? 16 points of pow pow. 16. All right, so how many hits total was that? <laughs> yes. That was three pow, or four. Pow pow damage. <laughs> yeah. Pow pow damage. My favorite kind of damage. That's the that title. Was, pow uh, pow damage. Two... Two punches, or two um, stabby stabbies and two pow pows. All right. So in stabby stabby and pow powing, you get burned every time, which means Oof. you take a total of 16 fire damage. Stop over touching the one on fire. Fuck. Don't touch the one that's on fire. All right. Bizdira is going to town, but you can smell the smell of burnt flesh as her hands begin to get burned and singed with every hit. And we move over to Kit with Flick on deck. Did you have to do that? I did. I did. I sure did. Great. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I think think the beginning of Kit's turn is always my favorite turn starter. Um, obviously I smell the burning flesh, but I'm also like, well, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So I'm just gonna, uh, keep trying to scratch and bite this guy. Seems Um, solid. I will start with my claws and see where that gets me. Alrighty. That's a 16 to hit. 16 hits, so you claw into this burning ghoul. For 11 points of slashing damage. Woo! And, it's and as up. you slash into it, you take three fire damage, but it is still up, yes. I'm gonna bite it. Bite it! I'm gonna burn uh. the roof of your mouth. You won't be able to taste anything for a week. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I, oh mean, I feel like we probably can't taste anything on this island anyways, because everything's, like, deadened. That's fair. At least fair. that's what I'm gonna tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Mother, that was a crit fail. Oh, so you bite your tongue is actually what it is, which oh. I think you might have already done at some point. So you know how it's sort of like it gets a little swollen. So then you keep biting the same mm. spot. Also I feel like hate that's that. what's happening. I kind of hate mouth stuff. <laughs> I hate mouth stuff is what she said. Yes. All right. So Kit had a reasonably successful turn uh, and we go over to Flick, who is next. All righty. Um, are they right up on us? They are right up on Bizdira and Kit. I think you were a little bit back still. All right. Well, then I am going to pull out my longbow and shoot an arrow because I'm going to reserve my magic. Okay. And that is a 22 to hit. Nice. Weirdly, that doesn't hit. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Screw was that. This at the, was this at the Targul or the mold zombie? Uh, let's say the Targul. All right. And was that Bria's or Kit's? Kit's. All right. So just firing into this melee. And that's and a full damage nine damage. I rolled an eight. Yay. Nine damage. I nailed it that time, guys. Huzzah! Alright, and so you managed to nail that one. You managed to nail that one right in the forehead and send it tumbling backwards. (gasps) Did I kill it? on the ground. You did. Hooray! You did. Minimal effort, you guys. Is it still on fire, and if so, is its body going to 
decompose with the fire. Uh, yes, and, you, well, so far, you've seen that they are immune to fire, so probably not. All right, it <laughs> is the mold zombie's turn. Uh, let's just check and see. Okay, does not get its mold plague breath back, so it's going to try and make two slam attacks into its friend, Bizdira, who is there and also not a bear. <laughs> Great. First one is a crit fail. It trips and falls. Oh, uh, what the hell? It falls into the fire and takes two fire damage. Yay! Why not? Yay! But then it gets up and it attacks you again. And th- and it crit fails again and <gasps> falls into the fire and Rude! takes another two fire damage. Yay! I'm using my, my Gamer XD20 and I think I have to put the Gamer XD20 no, in I the Vault of Shame. I think you need to keep using it. I think you need to keep hmm. using that one. Yeah. Anyway, Bria, you are up with the bottom of the round. You see this this plague zombie just keeps slipping and falling <laughs> on its face and getting up and swinging at this deer and losing its balance and falling again. I mean, it I is think... a zombie so, like, they're not very dexterous. That's true. That explains a lot. That's mm-hmm. true. I think that one's taking care of itself, so I'm gonna try to Seems finish to up be. with my guy. Alright. I'm gonna use my Now, are you? Are you... Now, what are you attacking with? My um, short bow. Okay, so you're disengaging, stepping back, and firing your short bow. Correct. All right. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration for this one. Okay. Oh, yay! 16 to hit. 16 will do. I need to remove this little piece Well of done, paper. well done. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate the song. No, thank you, Bria. <laughs> you all are in combat. Let's go. <laughs> I actually picture us doing that, so don't take same. that away from me. <laughs> Hard, um, same. Sorry, there's a million D6 that have to come out of my face tray right now. For 17 damage. All right, and you do, you see Flick and his forehead shot, and you decide you're playing a game of horse, but with arrows, and so you also smack this one right in the center of the forehead and send it tumbling to the ground dead, which leaves only our mold zombie. Ki- uh, nope. And then once Biz again, D- I'm going to look at Fleck and say, thank you. No, thank you. Thank oh my you God. so Biz much. Dira, while these two are thanking each other, can you finish off the mold zombie for us? Yes. So this one won't light me on fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Okay, great. Then I'm going to stabby stab. Stabby stab. Does a seven or a 14 hit? A 14 does hit. Okay, good, because then I crit fail on the second one. So I go to stab, and I lose my balance as well. I think, though, I think though that if you lose your balance, then you also have to fall in the fire, since we did it to the bad guy. So you take two fire damage. Well, and he still takes eight, or no, nine stabby-stabby damage. Ooh, nine stabby-stabby, all right. And I don't, can I punch him while I'm down on top of him? Sure. <laughs> 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 It's right in the kidney. Neither of you is prone. We're going to say that you both have stood up at this point. I okay, like the then. idea of them being on the ground kicking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to punch it. Do it. That one's definitely going to hit. Four. Ooh, another five. For another eight damage. Another eight pow pow. Okay, eight pow pow. You're just, you're bursting mold boils left and right with your punches and your stabs. And we move on to Kit to see if perhaps... She can finish it off for us. All right, gonna try again with my claws. Claw at it. Rip into its moldy, desiccated flesh. That's a 15. That'll do. I rolled exactly the same as I did uh, last time, which makes it 11 points of slashing damage. Okay, 11 points of slashing damage. You tear into this thing and just rip open its chest and it falls to the ground. 
Hooray. And then it gets back up. No. Gotta love, and gotta then, love a zombie's no, undead I was fortitude. Bite it. I was ready. Yes, bite it. You I see it like... weeble wobble back up. Yeah, I think Kit was ready for it to come back. Like, she didn't think it was going to go down that ready and just, like, snaps at the air. I was going to totally. say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and do your bite. 13? 13 is enough. That hits. Um, Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage, and this time it falls and doesn't get back up. Whee! Aha! So, the combat is over. You all have successfully vanquished two burning tar zombies and a mold ghoul. Nope. Hide. Two burning tar ghouls and a mold zombie. Uh, I'm never going to get that right in my head. Tar zombies. Nope, tar ghouls. No, I said gombies. Oh, I was trying to. I was trying to help you. I appreciate you. Uh, so, what are we? What are we doing? There's now, you know, this fire out in the street. You all have made some noise, but that was only about, I think, four rounds. Uh, so less than thirty seconds, but there was definitely noise made. Uh, we should try to find a hide. little place to hide. Yeah. Um, I am going to unwild shape. I have six hit points left as a bear. Not worth it. <laughs> Not worth it. All right. So Kit transforms back, and what do you all do? Um, is there anywhere around that looks? Uh, uninhabited, maybe, by yeah, I mean, other creatures. There's, there's ruined buildings sort of all over that you could find and duck into. Okay, preferably a dark one. Sure. Um, we'll go into the nearest one that we find. Um, Great. Kind of, uh, can I kind of assess everyone's wounds and everything? How we look at everybody? Go ahead and make me a wisdom medicine check. Tis a 16. Yeah, okay. So how's everybody doing? Go right ahead. Real bad. <laughs> yeah, not so hot. Really bad. Cool. Um, I'm down 13, so not terrible. I have 16 hit points left. I'm definitely looking the best out of everybody. Um, That's right. Always. You're just a fabulous person. Uh, You're so handsome. Oh, wow. So Stop. Um, it's the red skin. It really hides a lot. Um, oh, my God. And, okay, so the problem is I only have... Three first level slots left. Um, we uh, now. I think we have to decide right here, right now. Are we staying? We don't have a lot of time. Right here, right now. Well, you can but keep we going also with that. know that we're going to be fighting a powerful magic user. That's what he right. told us. Well, how long do we think our distraction will last? That's the question. Do we have about an hour to spend so that we can gain back some? I mean, we won't get our slots back. Kit, Kit and I won't get spell slots back. But right. I don't think we do. But we can do hit dice. I, uh, I don't think like, we do. I, I don't want to go into this battle this down, but at the same time, I don't think that we have the time because we're in air, enemy territory. We've set off distractions, but you know who knows how long that's going to last. And the reason we did it was to get some of the generals away from the necroman. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to so, fight one of the generals and him. Right. Um, I'm pretty um, sure that us three ladies have our healing hands. Now, that being said, I'm a little nervous for all of us to use the healing hands just because I don't think we have any other healing whatsoever. So I think that if our concern is getting hit points up, I have helpfully prepared a new spell that can, I think, basically equivalent uh, be equivalent to a short rest in terms of getting our hit points back up. I'd have to cast it at a third level, which would uh, be because I don't have any second spell, second level I see, I see. Left. But, um, but if our goal is to be fast and like 
get as healed as we can in a short time, I think that I will sacrifice the slot. Yeah. And I still have one um, wild shape left. So I do think we need to get going. I think that we're going to be in trouble. We're, I think we're in trouble either way, but I think we're going to be in even more trouble if we don't get going. If we wait. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Great. So I am going to cast for us healing spirit. Yay. (laughs) I like this spell. I know people have issues with this spell. I like this spell just fine. Yes. So the first thing that happens is that you call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. So the spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae, your choice. What does your nature spirit look like? A wolf. Oh, yep. Of course. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so this intangible can it wolf sing us a spirit. Song? Absolutely not, but That's what it my can job. do is heal you. <laughs> so you all see this spectral wolf appear sort of in the center of the room that you all are hiding in and and <laughs> and the most efficient way to make this spell work and heal you all up is basically that you all get in a conga line and basically just like do a loop and keep passing through the spectral wolf because every time you pass through it, you can regain 1d6 hit points for a minute. 2d6 since I Two. passed at the level uh, 3. Oh shit, right. Do, 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 wow. Do, do, do. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so you all sort of conga line through. Uh, and let's see... Who, uh, 2d6. So each of you gets 20d6 of healing. Uh, are any of you down more than 20 hit points? Yes. Yes. How much more? I'm 28. Uh, yes, 12 okay. more. I'm down uh, 32. Okay. I kind of want them to roll. You want you want them to roll? I kind of do. Okay, Kit, start rolling it up. Now, you two that are less than 20 down, I'm, we're not going to roll for you because the minimum, if she rolls okay. all yeah. ones, would still get you to full. Roger that. Oh, God, I love the sound of a handful of D6s in the <laughs> uh, afternoon. Should I roll as well since I'm down 28? No, she's got to roll for you. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so 25 for the first six. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, is this for you or Bizdira? You uh, take it, Kit. I, for me. Okay, great. Yeah, we can't and guarantee uh, you're going to roll that well again. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was only for six. Yeah, she could 20. roll minutes. So tw- 14 more would still, yeah, she'd be, she'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely okay. get 14 back for myself. Okay, now start rolling for Bizdira. Just because I, I do love that sound, man. Okay. Uh. I I got some new D6s off uh, Kickstarter that I'm not going to get for a couple months still, but they're, they're a pair of the, the fuck dice. Yeah! All right, 26 for the first six, Biz. Jeez, why can't you roll like this in combat? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I think she needs to be a rogue. She likes to do sixes. Yeah, that's what it is. The dice are also like, you should be the healer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, true, absolutely. Uh, 19 for the second six. All right, so that's that's over 40. You're fine. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you get filled. She's good now. All right, so you all conga line through this spirit, and eventually the wolf disappears, and you all are completely healed back up. This is like the best spell in the world. I am feeling very rejuvenated and very excited to now kill things. Can we conga for the rest of the episode? Like everything we do is in a conga. <laughs> that's all. That's uh, up to you all. I just wait, hear. I, act- I, I have a real question. <laughs> Go is my on. question not, not a real that, question? Not that. Not that the conga question isn't real. Um, since I did such a good job, perhaps is all of my uh, strength being sucked away returned to me? Oh, yeah, no. 
But she did think of that spell, so I think she deserves an inspiration. I happen to know why she thought of that spell, so no. No, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, the strength is going to take at least a short rest. Okay, no worries. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be gemutlich if you could pop on over to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read any five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. You guys know how many times I have said that that paragraph a lot more than the number of reviews we have so i'm mixing it up go leave us a review and we'll read it but you knew that all right let's go on to another paragraph i've said a million times which is that we also want to remind everyone that we do still have our patreon page this one does change up a little bit to go to patreon.com slash dnd last refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like yes you guessed it early access to certain episodes character sheets for the pcs and much much more in addition by supporting our patreon you'll also be supporting multiple other other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on the program and a list of creators that we are patronizing are available on our Patreon page, and we've got some new ones that we're going to start being patrons of starting next month in February, uh, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. We'll announce the whole list on next week's episode like we usually do at the start of the month. Right now, though, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you so much to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, Matthew Allen, and Shimmy Gangot, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Mert Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. Of course, as it is the end of the month, we also want to thank our Shimmer Scale council members, Sabria Alston, Nat Rose, Tony Ellis, The Geekery, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Jacob Finkel, Sam Ellis and our newest patron, Rob Murphy. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Now what comes next but Battle Bards? We want to thank them so much for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at battlebards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all, from the DMs Guild or from any of the Drive-Thru family of websites, that includes Drive-Thru RPG, Drive-Thru Comics, Drive-Thru Fiction, all of those things, then you should definitely use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in the episode notes when you shop at any of those places so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being, say it together, generally amazing in every way possible. I'm trying to shake it up, if you can't tell, because uh, I've had a lot of coffee and also because I say the same thing every week. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Eldritch Foundry is an up-and-coming customizable 3D miniatures company that prints your dream mini in, you guessed it, extremely high detail. (laughs) Listeners of The Last Refuge can support our show and get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your order at eldritchfoundry.com by entering the code LASTREFUGE, that's L-A-S-T. R-E-F-U-G-E. That was really fast. I hope you know how to spell refuge. All one word at checkout. Uh, Don't forget, Flick and I will be at PAX East in Boston at the end of next month. No official 
official TLR events at that one, of course. But if you're going to be there and you want to say hi, drop us a line. And finally, we have a very exciting, sort of cryptic, vague, bookie announcement. Next week, we're going to have a very special guest player joining us. Uh, we also sort of felt like we didn't want to spoil the surprise early, so I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. Uh, but trust me when I say that they are awesome, and I'm super excited to have them on finally. I've wanted them on for a long time uh, to help us kind of get through this part of the story. I'm very excited, and I think you will be too. Okay, uh, I think that's all the announcements I've got for you at this point. For those of you who actually listen to all of the mid shows, number one, I appreciate you, and number two, I hope you enjoyed the shakeup. Uh, what else? That's all. That's it. Thanks for listening. Happy gaming, y'all. <laughs> Okay, All right. so now that you all are feeling patched up... Let's go kill some I feel like we must generals. proceed. Um, fair warning to all you guys, because I'm now at full hit points. When we get to the Necroman, I am 100% setting off my radiant consumption. So oh boy. Flick, more than anything. Allies beware. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Will do. The girls have resistance. You do not. <laughs> it's true. Do, 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 do. Gonna kill a necro. <laughs> Gonna kill a necro. Oh, I think is the title Conga. It might be. Or Wolf gonna Conga. kill a necro. Gonna kill a Conga. Necro. Conga. I'm sure um, I won't mind. All right. Shall I poke my head out and see what's out there? Yeah. Make a deck save. Ah! Your head gets cut off. You fail. No. Uh, the uh... <laughs> DM sassy pants. Here he is. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you poke your head out. Not not a ton has changed, honestly. It doesn't seem like you attracted too much attention with that little battle. Great. Do we still... We don't still have Pass Without Trace, Kit? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, she, at the very... If, no. if nothing else, she would have had to drop it for the for the uh, yeah. right spirit healing, whatever it's called. Should healing we spirit. just uh, slink in the shadows the rest of the way? Let's do it. Kiss in the yeah. Who wants, who wants to take lead? I will. Yay. The rogue. That feels right. <laughs> okay, what's the order? Are we going in a straight line? Yeah, because we're conganging. Oh, right. Because that's super inconspicuous. <laughs> so, Bria, who's next? Me! I just low-key rewrote the lyrics to We Kiss in a Shadow from the King and I while you all were discussing this. I have no <laughs> idea what you've been saying. <laughs> I'm first. Flick is second. I'll okay. go third. I'll all right. bring up the rear. I will take dexterity stealth checks from you all. Are we right, doing friends. Like a, what's it called? Huh? Is bardic like inspiration free for you to give? Wait, so many things just happened. Bizdira, what was your question? Are we doing like a group check? I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I guess. We'll see. But no no pass without trace bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, ah, my goodness. Everything's a disaster. Everything's terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. A 21. Okay. I'm that so was... stealthy. So much happening. Bria. A 27. No, you have to I'm stop. even still Bizdira, I hate this. I hate this so much. Bizdira, what'd you get? A 24. God damn it. I'm stealthy. Oh, poor kid. You all failed. Kit, what'd you get? Please shout. Um, I'm so glad my team did so well because I think I'm singing the song at full volume <laughs> as we walk down the street. Did you crit fail? Um, uh, yeah, I did. No. <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Hey, uh, DM. Hey, hey was, yes. this a, was this a group chat? Well, it was supposed to be, and then you three assholes went creepy on me, so now I'm not so sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, uh, no it fine, is, it is a group check, and usually Everything. what I do with group checks is I count crit and crit fails as double, but even so, that's still three successes to two fails, so. I imagine Bastira just slaps me in the head. She's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. 
<laughs> Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she goes, Kit, be quiet. Stop it. What's happening? <laughs> Why is this happening? She's I like, don't know. I just started doing it because I got Because you're responding so nice strongly role. to it. But why did it start? No, Biz just like gently like runs her fingers down Kit's spine. It's like, shh. <laughs> I just had too much what? energy. I'm too hopped up on the Guardian juice. <laughs> the Guardian That's juice. That's the title. I'm hopped I up on the Guardian juice. Quietly. Hopped up on Guardian juice. All right. Um, Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. That's so part you of the title. Make it, you is at the end. You make it deeper and deeper into the city until eventually you get to a pretty obvious barricade. This is sort of the the most secure place you have found thus far in the city. Is it dawn? Is it dawn? No. Oh. I wish it was, but it's not. I'm trying so hard not to sing right <laughs> now. You all could take a long <laughs> rest and make it dawn. No, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a lot of benefits to this. We've got the joke. We've got you the wild shapes. Listen to this. You, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so you arrive at this this uh, sort of thrown together barricade. What you notice? Uh, a couple of things that you notice beyond <laughs> beyond the barricade. There is oh. not. <laughs> There is not uh, an obvious tall or even visible building on the other side of the barricade. You've been walking through a city, and like a lot of it is ruined because of the earthquakes. But you've been you've seen right buildings and stuff, and some of them have been fairly tallish, definitely taller than this barricade. Uh, but you don't see an obvious building on the other side of it. You also do not uh, see, and this went out a while ago. But you do know it. You do know it. You do not any longer see that green light that was lancing up into the sky. Uh, so that's probably a good sign. What you do all feel, though, is the strength of this necromantic blah energy. Uh, is is It has just been getting stronger and stronger, and you were sort of able to ignore it while you were in combat because adrenaline's a magical thing. But there is no doubt that you are very close to the source of whatever this is. Uh, from where you are approaching, you all can see that there are... Uh, a few entrances or gates, whatever, through the barricade, uh, and they are each guarded by two creatures, though there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, consistency. You can probably see, I think, two entrances from where you are, uh, if you sort of do a little recon and look around. And there doesn't seem to be any consistency in what the guards are or what trine they're from. It's not like they're all, you know, the military whatever, or they're not all the shadow skeletons or whatever. Um, the ones that you can see, there is a shadow skeleton and a military guard at the closest one to you all, and at the farther one, there is a shadow and uh, some sort of weird ghoul that you all haven't encountered before. Are they far enough apart that if we got into a battle with one of them, the others wouldn't see slash hear? They are far enough apart that they probably can't see each other. You all have had to do a little bit of moving around to be able to see both of them, but it's fairly quiet here, so it's not silent, but, you know, if any sort of prolonged noise might might uh, alert the other guards. How tall does the barricade look from here? We can see the top. You can see the top, yeah. It's probably, I don't know, 10-ish feet up. 10-foot-tall wall barricade barrier. And this may be getting specific, but what exactly is the barricade made out of? Oh, like accumulated rubble and scraps that they clearly have salvaged from the ruined city. Cool. Can we climb? I mean, that depends entirely on your dice, but you can certainly try, yes, exactly. (laughs) 
But is um, it something where there's like a an area where they would not see us climbing? Uh, yeah. uh make me an oh you. This is fun. You, uh, Bria, make me an intelligence stealth check. How do I you're, do that? You're, you're adding your intelligence plus your proficiency, uh, but I assume you're an expert in, st- you have expertise in stealth. So your intelligence plus twice your proficiency. She didn't roll well based on the face. It's only a nine. Oh, wait, how? I rolled a two. Uh-huh. My intelligence oh. is a one. Yep, so that's three. And then, and then double my proficiency, proficiency is, is six. Yep. Six. Uh, you're not sure. Uh, there may be a spot sort of directly in between the two gates, uh, that is blind to both of them, but you can't really tell. I will tell this information to my companions. All right. Mm, my main issue with trying to climb is that what if it all comes toppling down with all with our weight, even though, I it, mean, it does seem like a sturdy barricade. It looks sturdier than that for sure. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, so I mean, that I was just going to say that we might as well try it. Worst case is we get into a battle. Okay. Do we want to sneak past the guards? To the center point, right? Yeah, that yeah. center point between okay. the two yep. gates. I will take another set of, uh, nope, sorry, dexterity stealth checks, please, to get to this center point and up to the wall without them noticing. Let's go in reverse order for funsies, kid. Well, I didn't crit fail. That's good. It was only a six. Oh, that's less good. All right. Biz- I don't remember the order after that, so Bizdira. Uh, you're actually correct. Bizdira was third. Great. Um, 18. 18, okay. 18. Six, 18. Briga? 25. And Flick? A 15. Ooh, okay, then I actually have to do some rolling. My stealth is actually not that good. It's better than it used to be, <laughs> no, but yes. same here. Yeah, it is better than it used to be. Oh. None of them. Okay, so you all get up to the wall, and at least so far, nothing has given any indication that it's aware of your presence. No alarms have been sounded. Nothing's coming your way, at least as far as you can tell. Uh, You have found a spot that is fairly hidden from both sides. Now that you're there, you're pretty sure that nobody can see you if you're right up against the wall, but you all have to stay really close together uh, because too much air on either side, and you'll get into view of one of the gates. Are we climbing? think we're climbing. Yes. I think uh, we may have some things to uh, help us. Great. I ha- well, I definitely have a spell that if someone falls, I've got you. So. Yes. Rope? No. <laughs> How are we climbing and who's climbing first? Uh, Should the most be... athletic climb first or acrobatic? Athletic. I was going to say, is it going to be athletics or acrobatics? It's going to be athletics. Strength athletics. Oof. I mean, I have a plus four, so. That is definitely yeah. higher than anybody else in this group. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm going to start climbing. Okay. When she gets to the top, she can lower down a rope. Uh-oh. I see that face. Uh, to help us. <laughs> that was a 10. A 10. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is a it is a rubble-filled, I mean, a rubble-built wall that handholds are fairly easy. So I will say that you get up there, uh, that you manage to climb, but it's neither graceful nor particularly quiet. So hold on. Y'all, I am rolling like shit. Good. Yay. At least it's not only me. <laughs> it is definitely not only you this week. Wow. Okay. Uh, I rolled that one crit against you and it's just been downhill since then. Okay. So again, no alarms seem to be going off yet anyway. Who's next up or what are you doing up there, Bizdira? Well, I was going to lay flat on the top and lower rope down to help them. Okay. On the other Whoever side, let me just, well, let's go ahead and get you all up there and then we'll talk about what's on the other side. We'll just know that Bizdira saw it first, but 
Uh, who's next? I'll go next. Take advantage with the rope. Hell yeah. Oh, those are two really good rolls. Uh, that's a 19. Okay, so without any problem, without the help of the rope, and fairly quietly, Flick's able to get up. Who's next? I'll go. All right, Bria, do the thing. Advantage if you're using the rope. 14. 14 gets you up. Uh, it's not the quietest, but I'll get you up there, and I'll give them disadvantage on this chair. <laughs> okay, great. No alarms. Kit, last one. Definitely using the rope. <laughs> yep. 16. Wow, Yay. even with your... Tanked, you did going really adjust well. your athletics, right? Because your strength is lower now. Oh, 14. <laughs> okay. All right, so I do need to make another roll. That's okay. Uh, God, okay. Uh, okay, so you all managed to get up to the top of the wall. On the other side of the wall, you see, at first, you think that you sort of see nothing. Uh, there's no obvious building. There is a ton of rubble here. As you look a little bit closer, you can see that this rubble sort of has patterns to it, the way that it has fallen. And you just sort of, you scan the area, you take the measure of the area, and you all realize fairly quickly that this rubble is clearly from uh, an Arcanium that was laid out pretty identically to the one that you all discovered. There's definitely like a deep underground foundation that you can see almost all the way, well, in fact you can see all the way to the bottom of, because at the center of all of this devastation is a glowing green node crystal, much like the one that you saw uh, in your Arcanium back on TLR. Um, How much confetti is around? (laughs) (laughs) Little to none. It's a very sad place. Uh, Let me have you all also make wisdom perception checks, please. Flick, let's start with you. That's a 22. Ooh, nice. Bria. 10. I'm very interested in confetti. Uh Uh-huh. Bizdira. 13. And Kit. 19. Nice. Okay. Um, Flick and Kit. I like it when you two pair up because it's easy and it doesn't matter if I screw up the names in my head. No one knows the difference. Uh, Flick and Kit, you all are able to see a few other things down here. Uh, You can see that though it looks like no no part of the Arcanium survived uh, the earthquake or the destruction, the devastation, parts of it have sort of been... Uh, reassembled very shoddily, but at least there are some areas that are sort of covered and some small, like, sheltered areas, whatever, around, uh, around in the area down below. Looks like this whole area that's not much larger than the Arcanium itself, there's maybe 30 feet of, of ground between the outer edge of the Arcanium and the barricade where you all are. It's a pretty tightly encircled area. You also see, Flick, you notice that there's something on the node crystal on one side of it. You can't make out what it is from this distance, uh, but there's something like, I don't know, attached to it or growing out of it or something uh, on one side of the crystal. Uh, You all also, the two of you both hear something. You hear movement uh, and you see, you both see a figure walking uh, sort of I don't know, halfway between the outside of the Arcanium and the node. It's like halfway in, in the rubble remains of the Arcanium. Uh, And you see a figure sort of just walking on their own. Uh, And every now and again, they'll stop and stay completely still for a minute and sort of tense up. And then they shake their head and continue walking. And they make like a a circuit of basically a quarter of the Arcanium's area. And at that point, you see one of the military ghouls 
uh, begin to approach the figure, and uh, the ghoul reaches out to grab the figure, and the figure sort of jerks their arm away from this ghoul, and in doing so, uh, the figure turns around, and you're able to get a better look at this person, uh, and you see, as they turn quickly, you see their hair sort of fly out behind them, and you see this sort of smoky gray hair cut into a long bob, and they're wearing, now that you can see them more clearly, they're wearing these, uh, this dark leather, this black leather armor, dark gray, sorry, armor, uh, with little, like, orange accents all over it. And there is, uh, let me have the two of you make wisdom insight checks, please. Yes, that's what I was hoping you would say. (laughs) All right, Flick, what'd you get? A 27. Shit, and Kit. An 18. Okay, so both of you got high enough that this, she definitely bears a family resemblance to our three ladies here. Knew it. (laughs) Uh, and you watch as uh, the ghoul tries to reach out for her and grab her one more time, and she once again yanks away, and the ghoul just turns around and begins to march away, and she takes a deep breath and sighs and follows the ghoul, and around a corner where you can no longer see her anymore, and that's where we're going to end it for this week. Ah, we gotta follow her, we gotta follow her! Why did she copy my haircut? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, she kind of is, though. Different color. Not happy about this. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out more about this mysterious sister. And I think this is, well, I don't know if this will be the first that we hear about this by the time this comes out, but it's the first time that I am saying out loud that we will have a very special guest with us next week. So Woo! I hope that the players take the bait and go try and at least interact a little bit with that NPC. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Uh, no, I think we're going to go the opposite direction. We're going to go straight to the node. Yeah, of course you all. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Hey, speaking of reviews, we've got a new one that's actually not Yay! that new. It was just left for us on Canadian iTunes, and I was bad about checking international iTunes reviews. So I found this one a little late. My apologies to Mr. 42 Bugger. Uh, whose review has been up since, I think, mid-November, and I just now caught it, so apologies, Mr. 42Bugger. Mr. 42Bugger says, make time for this. There are many D&D podcasts out there. Make time for this one. It is worth it. Well, that was short, sweet, and to the point, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate that, Mr. 42Bugger. We, we think that we're worth it, too. Yay. Because we're worth it. Thank you. If you want to reach out to us some more outside of Twitter, Instagram, and reviews, you can email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Ms. Dira, Kit, Bria, and Flay. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> happy, uh, happy gaming, y'all. Whoops. Oh, God. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs>